man. Okay, all right. I guess we're ready for spelt lore. Yeah, that's spelt. Is lore. everybody feeling good? Feeling yeah. good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Feeling good? Uh huh. Feeling good? Yep. Oh, I need the. I need to get the theme. <laughs> I'm gonna chug some of this coffee. There's gotta be a better way to do this. We're seven seasons. <laughs> then holding your phone up to it. <laughs> But don't you edit the song into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I edit the song into it, but there's got to be a way I can just pipe it into our headphones. Uh. Without queuing it up from the most recent episode of the fucking podcast. And then having to pause before Shad starts talking. Yeah, and often you don't. Yeah, I'll get it this time. I believe you. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does pass the largest part. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close for the tales about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Pause. 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 What the hell happened there? It went to like two times two times speed. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Spell Lore. I'm your game master Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian Abdul Aziz. Hello. Playing fa- uh, Paul F. I can't do it. <laughs> playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid Paul Oppers. Good morning. Playing Fabuli the Halfling Thief Jessica Tai. Good morning. When last we left our heroes, they had infiltrated the infamous and legendary Margani Library mm. through a disused entrance connected to a giant puddle of shit. Full of shit. Oh, right. In some places. Shit mine. Yeah. Shit mine. In Tuck's diary, this, he just, later on, he's like, he writes, I walked through shit mine today. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we discovered that the mine was used to mine quartz and also a light amplifying stone known as a sunstone. They smashed through the wall of the mine into the forehead office <laughs> of... A young librarian who was just trying to get her work done for the day. Ving attempted to use his Ving Chi martial arts to stop the librarian from escaping before having those martial arts turned around back on him by this incredibly (laughs) powerful librarian, which uh, Billy then whipped a rock at and knocked unconscious. And then you left this library office into the library proper, finding yourself in a sprawling and enormous complex containing millions of books, likely. Ving spoke to the spirit of the Margani Library, who told you that the books that will possibly help Perel solve the mystery of how he lost his magic are on the third level in Thaumaturgical History and Philosophy. After some shenanigans, you ended up in a cart. Billy was asleep in some bookshelves. The cart started to leave. Billy woke up, tried to escape, brought a little bookworm with him. And uh, you... Found the bookworm on Billy's shoulder on the fifth level, and Billy attempted to interrogate it, (laughs) forgetting, of course, that he cannot speak to caterpillars. (laughs) And uh, then Ving actually spoke to the caterpillar, which told uh, you all that it was his duty to tattletale, and it zipped into a little pipe and disappeared. And that is where we find ourselves now, in a doorway on the fifth level of the Margani Library, a little caterpillar has just disappeared. Smash the wall! Yeah, Tuck's like, I'll get him. (laughs) And he, like, starts digging into the fucking hole with his axe. No, it's (laughs) load-bearing! That's a lord-bearing worm tube. It's a lord-bearing worm tube? Oh, we're just gonna jump on people for misspeaking now? Just you. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Okay, so, yeah, all right, so you're just gonna smash through the wall? We're gonna try to stop this fucking caterpillar from getting away and telling on us. This little snitchy bitchy. All right, let me... So, now, hold on a second. Let me just make sure that I've got this right. You don't want this caterpillar to tell people that you're here, giving away your location. Yeah. So, you're going to... (laughs) Yeah. You're going to fastball swing through the pillar that it's in. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, motherfucker. Uh All right. Defy danger strength. Yeah. But, like, no no matter what, it's going to be loud. I'll tell you that much. Well, Tuck's going to... Like, he's not going to swing his axe at it. He's just going to take his axe and dig into the hole... We've established that when the axe is used to destroy stone, it's loud. I don't know. I, he, no, we've established that. Uh, he puts like a bag over it to try and make it a little quieter. <laughs> we make like, like a bunch of white noise or something. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Guys, Shh. make some... Yeah. Shh. Oh. Fuck. 
Wait, what Wait, the what? hell what? is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Season 7, Abdul rolled the wrong die. Why'd you roll a D10 and a D6? It looked like a D6. Like you, have, you had Herculean appetites, which allowed you to roll a D8 and a D10, and you never used that one. <laughs> Hey, I'm making it up as I go. You can roll them both again, because that was just a totally weird dice roll. That one's a six. Great. And my p- power is two. Strength is two. <laughs> my power is two. Yeah. And I... So I need... An aid. An aid. Well, we're aiding him. What? Oh, oh, by going, shh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to cover up the sounds. Okay, I will say that if one of the two of the spiritually slash magically powerful people can figure out a fun way to aid Tuck... In silency? Successfully... Yes. I will allow this to be quiet. Hmm. Because this aid, this makes sense. If you're able to find a way to make it quiet, then I'll let it be quiet. I was just going to say he makes like an air bubble. I can manipulate the air around it. Oh, okay. Wha- yeah, it's just to be like, whoop, like move the air around you. Yeah, it's like a big quiet fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Ving is so cool in this season. All the stuff he does is fucking cool. I think Tuck's cool too. Yeah, everyone's cool. Everyone's cool. Okay, I got eight. <laughs> Plus Bond. <laughs> yeah, eight. Oh, eight. Great. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so yeah, you are able to, you still swing it like a sledgehammer. And for all of you, it still goes boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Uh, but because of Ving's bubble of anti-fart. silent air, yeah. his anti-fart zone, <laughs> which you've all had a lot of problems with in the last couple months <laughs> because he keeps using it and you're just like, what? I didn't hear any. Oh, <laughs> yeah. when you don't hear anything. Yeah. <clears throat> now they're all silent, but deadly. Great. So you're just digging into the wall to stop the, the worm the from going away. Yeah. I mean, you succeeded. So I dig it out. Yeah. You dig it out and you reveal like the little tube that it went in the tiny little hole that was basically just the circumference of the worm Mm -hmm. breaks into a bunch of tiny little tubes and the worm is there yeah you dig it out and it falls onto the ground i pick it up and then i go into the the main chamber of the library i grab a giant book and i put it inside of it and i tie it closed (laughs) and i'm like who loves books now bookworm uh you might have just killed it no no bookworms live in books (laughs) They're called book. Perel's actually like, what are you doing? What did you do? I trapped it in this book. You crushed it in a book. No, I didn't. I just closed it with the worm inside. And then Tuck throws the book as far away as he can so no one can check. (laughs) (laughs) So you just whip it into the library? I just, yeah, I throw it as far as I can. So he throws it into the shelves and it hits the ground and goes, pat, 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 pat. Fuck, Tuck. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, um, discern realities. Yeah, we need to discern realities. Yeah, sure. Discern realities is great. Billy, uh, you want to take this one? Sure. Five plus wisdom is six. All right, I'll help out. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, two d six plus bond. How are you helping? Get on my shoulders, Bilbo. <laughs> I love knocks. <laughs> I love that it's always give Billy a better look. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a day. Holy God in heaven. Fing rolled a four, so we both failed. Yeah. We could not discern anything. Failed and failed. Damn it. What's the failure this time? Um, Maybe when Ving picks me up, he picks me up by the collar and I drop out of my coat. And I land also with a boing. boing. <laughs> loud. Yeah. Sounds like a basketball in yeah. an empty gymnasium. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining. Yeah, I mean, he makes that sound, yeah. A bit like <laughs> clap of his ass cheeks. Yeah. yeah. Echoing clap. Exactly. So what you see, Billy's looking through the shelves, like yeah. to where Tuck threw the book and... Tuck through it really far because he's incredibly strong. So it's basically on the other side of the room. But you see a librarian, again, kind of young, but like in the... What do librarians wear? I forgot. Oh, isn't it like an over one shoulder Yes, kind of robe thing? It's kind of like what people wear in like pilgrimages to Mecca. Cool. So yeah, there's a, a, um, a young librarian in the white skirt and wrap of, uh, of the librarian's who is walks into frame basically down the aisle and bends down to pick up the book and just picks it up to look at it. They haven't seen you yet, but they're right there. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, Billy slides out of their view behind a shelf. <laughs> like SpongeBob Square. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just into out of a frame. shelf. Yeah. Like Billy had landed on, like he landed on his butt and then fell to the side and he literally just like, 
stayed in that position just <laughs> <laughs> okay, so streaks his buns across yeah. the marble floor. Screech. <laughs> okay, so defy danger dexterity from Billy. What are Tuck, Ving, and Perel doing? And Ving is going to jump up as high as he can in the air and try and get into a cart that's above their head. Oh, up okay. Under one of the shelves right up top. All right. So, well, that'll be a defy danger dexterity as well. Billy first. Oh, sick! Holy I got. Shit. 11. <laughs> Billy wow. breaks physics as he SpongeBob SquarePants out of frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Ving, so that's a defined injured dexterity as well. I use the dexterity of my legs. Ha ha. Nice. Great. Okay. Oof, eight. Eight. Okay. <laughs> We're all so relieved when yeah. Bing passes the thing right now. I can feel the tension. Yeah. You've had like unreal bad luck lately. I know. Yeah. I'm try- I'm going to work it in narratively. I have a good idea. Mm-hmm. We should burn some rosemary in this room. Just get out <laughs> the bad. Oh, I bad- have some right here. That's perfect. Yeah. It's already on fire. <laughs> is that what that smell is? Is that what that burning sensation is? Yeah. Um, okay. So I think the seven to nine on that is that there isn't like a conveniently placed cart nearby. But you basically like diagonal jump and you're like kind of spider monkeyed on a bookshelf. Spider monkey. Yeah. So you're not as mobile as you would be if you had a cart, but you're out of sight. Perfect. Tuck. Uh, Tuck kind of takes his axe and he puts it in a bookshelf to hide it. Mm -hmm. And then he... He uh, he takes his glasses out of his backpack and then (laughs) pretends to be a nerd too. (laughs) Defy danger charisma. Nope. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. (laughs) So I... My mind is cast back a couple years to season one. Disguises only work if it's likely that you would be there in the first place. You can't just put on glasses and be like, hey, I'm... I've worked with you forever. I'm an enormous person that's not even wearing the right outfit. Yeah, I'm new and I'm huge. They didn't have a robe big enough. <laughs> All right, roll 2d6 plus charisma. Well, look at that. Hold on, wait. So, so that's five, five plus charisma. Seven. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> you just okay. joined the ranks of nerd. <laughs> so, boy, oh boy. So the librarian turns and sees Tuck. With upside down glasses on. <laughs> he actually, I mean, he actually has to wear glasses. So I guess it's an, oh, wait, does he accidentally, accidentally put them on upside down? No, no, no. They're regular. What do they look like? Are they like the hook kind? Are they, are they like Paul's glasses? Um, like super nerdy? Uh, yeah, basically like Paul's. Round metal flame, flames, flames. <laughs> yeah. There's flames on the side. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. He drew flames on the side to be like, God, this has got to make me look cooler than just fucking oh, glasses. It's such a nerd move. Yeah. I'll put wow. flames on them for coolness. And then Bing and I were like, yeah, you look super cool. <laughs> we both give yeah. him a thumbs up. <laughs> so the librarian starts to walk over to you, like, "Hey, hey," and like starts hustling up. I'm like, "Hey, what's who, the, hey? Who are you? <laughs> oh, man, who who are any of us? You know what I mean?" <laughs> and he's just taking books from like here and putting them there and there and putting them in, just shuffling yeah, books, just moving them. books or making a pile in his own arms. That's one of the greatest questions I've ever heard. Okay, but like, who are you and why are you here? Why are we? Why? Who knows why any of us are here? Okay, no, I see, I see, I see, I see what I, I, see what I did there. I see what I did there. And but I just I can't help but notice that you're not wearing the robes. I know. I'm new. I'm just too big for the robes that you guys had, so they didn't have anything big enough. Okay. Okay. It's always so funny to think that there's not enough. They're just sheets. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's lengths of cloth. Yeah. And he looks behind you, and he sees the dugout chunk in the bookworm tubes. He goes, what happened here? And then I look, I'm like, oh, fuck. And Someone's he- going to get it. <laughs> and he looks sharply at you because, like, you're yelling and you're swearing. And he's just like, what is happening? I adjust my glasses to... Extol to him the fact that I am a nerd, too. So keep in mind, you didn't get a full success. He's extremely suspicious. Okay. And I'm like, fine, come here. I'm going to I want to tell you what I'm actually doing here. I'm as close to you as I'd like to be. Oh, come in. I have to whisper. I'm as close Shh, to you. Shh, it's a library. <laughs> Fuck. I'm as close to you. It's a fucking library. I'm going to go get somebody. No, no, no. And wait. he turns around and he sees Perel standing in his regular clothes. <laughs> Just looking at a book, like, oh, hello. (laughs) 
And he just look. He's wide eyed, staring at the book. And stares at the at the librarian, and then stares at Tuck, like panicking. He he has in the time that I was talking to the li- librarian, fashioned a fake mustache out of his own pube hair. No, he did not. He's rolling it like a cigar. This has got to work. Lick it, licking the edges uh-huh. of it to make it firmer, putting it on. Uh, no, he just moved one of the, the the one eyebrow that stayed onto his <laughs> lip. He's got so much sand in it. And too. shit, and he's filthy. You're no. all fucking filth. You're all filthy. Oh, man. Whoops. Yeah, you're all disgusting. Uh-huh. I is, completely forgot about that. Well, so did this kid. What does he do? I he, wanted to drop from the ceiling and just like try and land on him. Silence. <laughs> Okay. Maybe oh, like, like yeah, a sleep just, hole. Just like land in a sleep hole. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, what would that? Because this seems like it would be an attack. I could use my um, a fight with honor because I want to you know take him down quietly and honorably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would like to honorably sneak attack this guy. This poor librarian. He's an intern. Yeah, he's basically an intern. Okay. Yeah. I guess so. Fight with honor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a roll plus constitution. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. All right. Nine. All right. So you get two chi, I think. Yeah. Can you remind me what chi is? Is it like a hold, basically? It's a hold. They're yeah. hold. Okay. It's they hold that chi. you can spend on uh, a lot of very fight specific stuff. Okay. So what do you what do you do? I, I mean, just hanging from the shelf. Uh huh. And I just, I fall down on his on his shoulders first mm-hmm. and put my hands over his mouth mm-hmm. and then just I go shh as I slowly walk down <laughs> off his shoulders and into a sleeper. <laughs> shh. It's okay. It's okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's be fine. What animal style is this? Uh, a sleepy sloth. 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 <laughs> I, was thinking sloth. sloth. <laughs> I was thinking sloth before too, because he was holding onto the shelf with just two fingers. And then he slowly descended, and then he just like <laughs> wrapped himself yeah, around. first, like leg and toes around his mouth first, <laughs> and then down on his shoulders. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be a uh, chi spent to deal your damage. Yeah, we cross the distance between yourself and a foe, bypassing all obstacles, and deal your damage to a foe within reach. Cool. So I'll, yeah, spend them both to cool. take them down quietly. Okay, spend them and roll your damage die. Okay. <laughs> Four. Four. Oh, Plenty. Great. Plenty great. for this little dweeb. Dweeb, sleep, sweet. <laughs> sweet dweeb, dreams, sleep, prince, prince dweeb. And as he's falling asleep, Tuck leans in and goes, It was all a dream. It was all a dream. <laughs> Oh, this was a dream. <laughs> and he, you see his eyes open and consider for a moment whether or not this was all a dream before he passes out. Vink swaddles him up like a little baby in his own robes. Mm-hmm. Like nice and tight. So we can't, even if he does wake up, he won't be able to move around. And then Tuck picks him up and shakes him out of the robes, like <laughs> emptying a bag, and then gives the robes to Perel because he's the worst at sneaking. Yeah, ah. great idea. And he steeples his hands in front of his face. A disguise. <laughs> Holy shit. (laughs) And he strips out of his own clothes, wraps the robes around him. For a second, we all scream. (laughs) And uh, Perel shoves his clothes in a shelf behind a book. Does he keep the fanny pack? It's underneath the the wrap, (laughs) the the skirt wrap. A little paunch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now I think think we're ready to go. We're ready to forge on. Okay. We don't know where to go. Can Billy discern realities from where he was? Yeah, sure. Discern realities is great. Please. Ooh, oh, hell, damn. hell yeah. What was Discern that? the shit out of those realities. Wis- wisdom? Or? Yeah, wisdom. Oh, he's 12. Yeah, so nice. three questions from the list. What should I be on the lookout for? Okay, so, I mean, obviously the thing we're all on the lookout for is a way up to the next level. Mm-hmm. You look across and you see, like, how the exits were oriented on the level below you. You look across and you don't see a door. So you're like, okay, well, it's not that way. Mm-hmm. So the way up to the level is probably... To the right or left. Okay. And you peek ahead and you don't see one to the right. So you're like, okay, we got to go left. Got to go left? Okay. And then what here is useful or valuable to me? It seems like the way that the librarians wear their robes is they try not to carry too much stuff. But when they do, they form little like tie pouches out of the robe that they're wearing. Cool. So um, the librarian, after being shaken out of his robes, (laughs) you see a bunch of like keys on a ring clatter out onto the ground. Billy grabs that. Yeah. Nice. And what here is not what it appears to be. Yeah. So you notice a draft from the wall basically behind you. Yeah. Like that. What? Ooh. What? What draft could this be? So I go looking, sniffing. Mm -hmm. And you find just the most imperceptible crack on the floor where the wall meets the ground. And you scrubble back over (laughs) to the bookshelf and you go, oh, please. 
please, please, please. And you start tugging on books. Uh Uh-huh. And then you find a book that is labeled <laughs> secret passages and how to find them. <laughs> and you pull on it and you hear click, 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 click. And then uh, a section of the wall moves in a little bit and slides to the side. <gasps> cool. Guys, 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 this way, this way, this way. Yeah, we run. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. run over. In, in. Yeah, it's a uh, sick. It's big enough for Billy because he is the size of a football. Big enough for Perel because he can duck down. Ving is very tall. Ving is like almost seven feet, right? He's I always forget tall. about that. It's going to be pretty hard for Tuck to get in there. Uh, uh, but it is a very small little... It looks almost like a service corridor. It's actually... It's uh, it's metal rungs set into a oh. shaft. Oh, oh like cool. a ladder? Yeah. I bet oh. this goes straight all the way up and down. Maybe we can get up to level yeah. three straight from or here. Or some of us can. Oh, yeah. Maybe we have to leave Perel behind because he's too what? weak. Why me? Why me? Yeah. I can climb a ladder. Are you mm. sure, though? It's basically walking. It's the way you climb a ladder. What? Tuck, tuck might not even fit in here. Look at this. Do I have to roll to see if I Ooh. fit? Uh, yeah, nobody else is going to have to except for Tuck. Okay. Oh. It's what? Gonna- I'm going to say defy danger strength to like dexterity? force oh. yourself. Oh, dexterity. I would think so. Like dexterity. Yeah, dexterity Dex it makes is. makes most sense. All right. Trying to give you a, a hand there, but oh, dexterity sorry. it is. Wait, maybe constitution. <laughs> no, dexterity. You're trying to manipulate your body in a way that you can get so all your joints funny. where they need to be. Because okay. like if, if Ving and Billy practice yoga and Tuck's like, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We cut back to yesterday morning where Ving <laughs> is leading Billy through some stretching exercises. Yeah. They're like, hey, Tuck, you want to join us? He's like, no, I've never needed to be flexible, and I'll never need to be flexible. Yeah, Tuck was just like, why would I want to join you? I'm not a lady on her period. (laughs) (laughs) Tuck has some troubling opinions about some certain things. Uh, Yeah, so it's dexterity for sure. No, but it's because he's dumb, because he he saw a yoga place that had a quote out front about Mm -hmm. uh, like a woman's greatest power is her and her moon cycle, which is, he's like, that's awesome (laughs) that there's a sport that's just for women. (laughs) He walked by a Lamaze class too. It was like, everybody's... He's like, oh, yoga. Cool. He thinks Pilates, Lamaze, yoga, and spin are all the same sport <laughs> they're, they're all the same thing they're all for women and it's only for when they're on their period and he thinks it's a good thing that yeah. there's a safe space mm-hmm. totally. yeah. to worship the moon <laughs> he thinks we're doing something inappropriate and offensive you guys are appropriating yeah yeah, yeah w- female culture yeah. you guys should stop <laughs> And, and then uh, he scoops his hand into Cash's protein powder and just <laughs> eats a handful. Puts a handful into his mouth. Oh, Making his beard like gray all the way down. So Billy Ving and Perel, no problem. Sized for you. Tuck, you're going to have to do some wiggling. Tuck in. Jeez. Five. Less dexterity. Five. So, oh, oh, shit. Oh, five. No. Yeah, well, that makes sense. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess he's not flexible, and also he is in a bulk phase right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, Tuck. Oh, man. Wait, oh. okay. Okay, no. Oh, and Perel is in there. Like, he's yeah. like, he's above all of you. Okay. Hey, Tuck. The, I think that the door to the stairs is on the left over there. Okay. I'll, I'll go up those stairs and I'll meet you guys. Yeah. Up on the third level. Yeah. On the third? On the third. So, t- so Tuck's gonna go by himself. I mean, I have the disguise, and I point at my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you all understand how bad an idea this is. Yeah, I don't know if that's the best idea. Uh, okay, <laughs> fine. I look up at Perel. I'm like, "Ooh, gross! Uh, why do you keep your underwear on? <laughs> it's, uh, for, it's for for accuracy. No, it's what if gross. they check my underwear? Yeah, but you kept your fanny pack on. It looks so stupid. <laughs> it's it's a hip satchel, but thank you. Whatever. Anyway, uh, Pearl, I think you're going to have to go on your own. We'll meet you up there, but we're going to go with Tuck. That I think that makes the most sense. If I'm caught on my own, I think I could talk my way through it. But if Tuck is caught by himself, <laughs> he'll just smash through the side of the library. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't afford that. No. Okay, so I'll see you up at the third level. Okay. okay. If one of us can't fit, none of us can fit. Yeah. We're a team. We all have... The limitations of the weakest link. And right now, I'm the fattest link. (laughs) And I'm the shortest link. (laughs) And I'm the lankiest link. You don't have to sell me on this anymore. I'm fine with this. You gotta go on your own, man. Okay, bye. Leave us behind. He's climbing. 
It's okay to leave us behind. He's climbing away. And we're all whispering up the tunnel. Just be brave. Be careful. Don't let them see you. But if they do, just don't embarrass us. (laughs) Remember, we're with you in spirit. He's not even looking. You don't need that mustache. He's absolutely gone. You're perfect without your mustache. (laughs) That fanny pack looks dumb. Close the door. Okay. He whispers down to you. Close that door. Fine. Okay. Closing the door. All right. I guess we got to get out of here. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Should we all steal a book just to remember this place? Yeah. And go get your axe. Oh, right. Don't forget your axe. <laughs> yeah. Tuck runs back. Dude, what section do we think uh, you're in right now? Martial arts section. I'll take a book. <laughs> so the la- the one underneath was art history and something. Theory. Yeah. Art theory and history. Maybe baking. Uh, I mean, it could be like yeah, it could be culinary studies, nutrition and culinary, oh, yeah. yeah, nutrition and culinary studies, and this whole section is like food based, so it's like agriculture, uh, like yeah, farming techniques, foraging, food cuisine from around the world, oh. like all that kind of foraging, herbalism, tinctures, yeah. herbalism, nothing overtly magical, but a lot of like health and food related stuff here. I just see a nice red tiny book, and I grab that. Yeah, snatch, throw it in your bag. Ving, what does it say? It it says, food for creatures who don't need to eat. Oh, my God. Put that in my pants pocket. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ving takes a big uh, leathery bound volume. It's like a field guide. It's like waterproof out. And Tuck, what's it say? Uh, and Tuck like squints at it. And he's reading because it's McCollin. He's reading McCollin. Yeah. And yeah. Ving was poorly translating McCollin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he looks at it and it says, uh, food for thought. Great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, write down these books you're taking if yeah, you yeah. want to keep talking about them. Okay. I assume Tuck's not taking a book. No, Tuck takes a book. Oh, I guess this is a, I mean, he can probably easily read Common, but more easily read McCollin. I was in the Principalities for years. I can read. Okay. <laughs> I'm willing to believe that. He pulls one off and he's like, I'm going to grab this one. And he shows it to Ving. And it's a picture of a mushroom on front that looks like a dick. And he's like, pretty funny, hey? <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. And he puts that in his bag. All right. So you guys have uh, food books. Cool. Uh, so, okay. We go up the stairs on the left. Come on. No, it's actually not stairs on the left. It's another room. Okay. Uh, oh, you have to go shit. into another chamber. Oh, Let's That's go there. just as large and complicated as the one that you're in now. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Yep. Trap expert. Great. Good idea. 2d6 plus dexterity, I think, right? Yeah. Great job, Billy. shit. Yay, 10. 10. Okay, great. So what, you get those three holds? I get the three holds. So is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? There is a trap broadly. Because we've just, we've determined that traps are broadly things that are a danger to you. Right. There are a bunch of people in here. Oh, shit. There's like a gaggle of librarians. There seems to be some sort of lecture going on. Ooh, can we listen in a little bit? Uh, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. What's this section? Oh, this section is astrology and astronomy cool really cool ages and their mysteries yeah 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 those are like the words written on the different shelves that you're passing like Mm -hmm. astrology and astronomy ages and their mysteries yeah oh i mean this is the kind of section where if there was a lecture going on here it would probably be about the outer dark Oh, Oh, sick okay let's listen in so sick okay so you hear what sounds like the voice of a very elderly woman and she's expounding on i it's going to be really hard for me to effectively improv yeah. a okay. lecture about the outer dark what we could do is you could be the lady and we could be like students asking questions yeah that's a really cool idea yeah okay so um you obviously you're coming in in the middle of something like you're not getting the full picture of what she was talking about before mm-hmm. but she is talking about the druids of the world have discovered that as all nature has a reflection on the material plane, that the, the hearts and minds of humanity and the various races and peoples have reflections upon the immaterial, which then reflect again upon the material. The hopes, aspirations, concepts of being and of living, they exist outside of us and outside of ourselves and therefore inform the lives of those that live on this planet. And this is a study that has been undertaken by many over the millennia, but there are few experts as this realm, this cognitive plane of existence, 
that some have referred to in the past as the outer dark is almost impossible for humanity to perceive in a way that would allow extensive cataloging, categorization, so we can only hypothesize, which we have been doing for centuries and has in many ways been the purpose of this library and the librarians which inhabit it. So you're... The the theory is this is one of the yeah. one of the people listening. <laughs> State your name, please. Uh, hey, what's up, uh, Borbo 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 Borbo? <laughs> yes, uh, he's here. I, uh, he's fifty. Yeah, no, cool. He's Sixty years and he's old. An intellectual now. <gasps> yeah, Borbum Borbo Borbum. I'm nope. from no no, the... no 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 Borbo Borbum Borblo. <laughs> hey, what's up, Borbo Borbum Borblo? Um, new trainee librarian. I'm 60 years old. I'm starting again. My old career was as a dishwasher. Uh, I ran that out for about 40 years and decided to switch things up. Still pretty buff, though. I am familiar with you from our past lectures initiate, Borbo. Borblo. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble keeping your name straight. Me too. Borbo Borbum Borblo. Yes. Initiate Borblo. Continue. Anyone that wants any uh, more background on me, I have a couple of music bottles that have spout more mall brats in them. <laughs> it has some information on who I am and what I did before this. <laughs> I can't believe we're actually allowing this to be Borblo. I could also just not. No, I love that. Oh, it's, it's kind great. of funny. It's totally great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So what you're saying is... There's the there's us right yes and we're like in this like where we are now where there's like cakes and stuff right the, the material plane yes yeah cakes and, are considered part of the material plane and then there's like uh there's a place where like the the druids go where mm-hmm. there's like there's like animals and shit no cakes some druids go there it said the druids of the principalities in the great forest have transcended into the spiritual realm for a variety of reasons but the magi of Macall. Strictly do not. Why not? They consider it uh, meddling in forces beyond the ken of humanity. They see the spiritual realm as a place upon only which gods can walk. All right. Back to my question about cake. Yes, Borblo. So cake exists here, not in the spiritual world. No. Is there cake in the outer dark? I suppose there would. there could potentially be an icon representing culinary desires the idea of sharing food of creating food for enjoyment and for connection i would i would be very much interested in seeing a a demon of cakes (laughs) she kind of laughs herself a little bit yes uh hi um my name's clover and (laughs) oh my god they're all here i was thinking that too so Clover's it would make sense. 50, 50, like 52? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been studying the lunar cycles and the outer dark mm-hmm. for a long time now. And I'm just working on a little essay. And I would love your input about, you know, whether the beings of the outer dark walk amongst us. That's mm, an interesting theory. Beings is somewhat of a misnomer when it comes to the outer dark. The outer dark is inhabited by what some scholars have referred to as icons, iconography, symbology that represents concepts of humanity. And those icons are not strictly people, but sort of a interconnected network of thoughts and histories. And those thoughts and histories take on a form of their own. And those icons influence the material plane in an attempt to bolster their own existence, is the theory, by working through humanity. So a fraction of an icon inhabits a material form. Right, and would we be able to, like, you know... uh... Babe, let me take this for you. (laughs) Oh, Borbo, it's not necessary. We're Um, we're married. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess it's only an eight-year difference. Yeah, yeah. when we're 50, it doesn't matter. doesn't no. matter at all. <laughs> wow. And we didn't get married, like, you know, super long ago. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> babe, don't worry about it. Um, are we able to, like, distinguish when we see these beings? You know, can we... T- are there? Is there anything where we can tell them apart from ourselves? No. And she... It takes on an almost conspiratorial tone. What I say, these words, these thoughts, these theories cannot pass through the walls of this library. Of course. The Margani Library and its librarians have come into unfortunate 
conflict with the light guard of the Church of the Flame over the last several decades over these hypotheses. But it is thought by some, myself included, that demons represent a reflection of the outer dark in humanity. And that over time, creatures such as the Afrit, those icons overtake their hosts, transmuting their forms into those that would better do their work on this plane. Some remain mostly human, mostly in their humanoid forms, because the icons which they represent do not seek to corrupt and transmute for their purposes, whereas some seek to use those vessels as a tool, as a weapon. So it is said that demons are representatives of the icons of the outer dark. Whether or not you can perceive the existence of one of these icons inside a human is difficult. Some forms are quite easy to spot. Some are near imperceptible. Amazing. Uh, hi, my name is uh, uh, F- uh, Fenton Beasley. <laughs> um, Man, uh, his voice finally broke. Hello, I am Dr. Fenton Beasley. Doctor! Uh, oh. um, he looks at uh, Borbo a little bit uh, and Clover. <laughs> yeah, I am Dr. <laughs> yeah, Fenton. he said yeah. he really leans into the doctor. <laughs> What else does? What other uh, accreditation? Does I he am. Have? A, uh, um, I am Sir Doctor Fenton Beasley. <laughs> Clover rolls her eyes. <laughs> of the um, of the Doctor Fenton Beasley Academy of <laughs> Culinary Design and uh, Turtle Worship. <laughs> Sir Doctor Fenton Beasley, PhD, DDS. He's a dentist. He's a dentist now. Oh my god! Uh, is it true that the? Can you elaborate uh, as far as you see fit, and as far as we're allowed to talk about here in these hallowed walls about the light guard using the outer dark as a sort of prison, capturing people there and keeping them there, creatures that don't exist there? Is it possible to exist in the outer dark if you are not of the outer dark? That is a fascinating question, and one that that has been expounded on in the past. It is thought by some that if the icons of the outer dark represent a reflection of humanity's interests and desires on this planet, that it could potentially be possible, through means unknown to me, Mm -hmm. to cast a person's own reflection upon the outer dark, thereby binding a portion of their self in the cognitive realm. Well, I've heard this theory as well, but in in the circles that I've heard, effectively, the light guard is killing them. It is functionally a death sentence, some would theorize, because without the self, the body is nothing. And without the body, the self is nothing. And I have one more follow-up question. Yes. Dr. Beasley, here... (laughs) You can call me Dr. Beasley. Everyone here can call me Sir Dr. Beasley. We've all known each other, dude, for like 40 years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you have to come to every single lecture I go to. And I thought I knew everyone for 40 years. (laughs) Did they recently get divorced? (laughs) (laughs) He is so bitter and uh, overcompensating with too many uh, letters uh, after his name. I know we're not supposed to speak this word or of this, especially in um, such a heavily populated light guard territory as this. But what can you tell me of the dark guard? (sighs) She sort of like sighs and almost rolls her eyes a little bit. This is we are we are reaching the outside edge of scholarly expertise. We're bordering on copper book fantasy and fiction. But if I'm remembering correctly the the dark guard supposedly allegedly represent uh almost an antithesis to the place of the light guard in society in that they are supposedly an organization or order of demons that seek to work nefariously upon the material plane sounds quite like silly hearsay to me well, like the the effects of the the outer dark, the reflections that we see here on our Earth and our planet, mm-hmm. what would be the reflections of us in the outer dark? That is an interesting thought. One I am almost reticent to comment on. All right, if I, if I could be honest with you, that's fine. the The reflections of us upon the outer dark sound to me like nothing more than 
broken fragments, pieces of glass upon the shore of the sea. I thank you for your time. Thank you. And I would like to ask my fellow librarians in thanking our our comrades from the principalities for joining us for today's lecture. And there's a smattering of like, oh, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. As a bunch of the McCollin librarians like like basically nod and bow at the three visiting <laughs> initiates. And Borbo gets up and he uh, flexes his biceps, <laughs> which are still pretty big, and he bows. Uh, and he's like, you're welcome, McCall. <laughs> Fenton toots <laughs> and the clutches his cane sword. <laughs> his cane sword he still has. He, yeah. But he walks with it like it's an actual cane now because he's, he's older. Oh yeah, yeah. he's got a little golden turtle on top. <laughs> yeah, Clover walks up to the lecture to have like to continue the conversation. Yeah, quietly. it's it's that thing like at the end of a class where everybody breaks off and is having their own conversation. Yeah. Some people are wandering away, and uh, and uh, this older woman is speaking to this even older woman. Mm-hmm. And the three of you see this breaking up on the far side of this chamber, but people are kind of wandering in your direction. Uh I have two more questions, too. Oh, my God. That was a trap expert. (laughs) I know. Cool. Wow. (laughs) I hope that's okay. No, no, that was great. Uh, Okay. So you got two more holes on that. Okay. (laughs) What does the trap do when activated? If somebody sees you in this room full of people, jigs up. Fuck. Okay, what else is hidden here? Now that the three of you have heard this, like, fragment of a lecture about, like, demons and their place in the cosmology of creation, I think Tuck, being the one that can most easily read McCollin, is like, holy shit, that's so fucking cool. And as you move a little bit further down the shelves in the, like, uh, Ages and Their Mysteries, you see a text that is one of several volumes... I'm going to say the one that you grab is like volume three, but it's on demonology. Oh, it's like the study of demons. Sick. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. I put back the dick mushroom book (laughs) in the demonology spot. Yeah. And I take that one. Yeah. So it's basically like an encyclopedia. It's like, I don't know. K to N. (laughs) All right. Hmm. So what do you do? There are people kind of wandering in your direction. Oh, you know what? There's a, (laughs) there's a table to the side with like name tags for like the lecture <laughs> goers so, so we could be like yeah. yeah and not everyone attended lecture who bought tickets uh-huh. guys guys Ving I, grabs the one that says yeah. like dark uh, miss mrs mrs B- bumblebutt the uh, <laughs> mysterious zoologist Ving <laughs> Ving he's shuff- put all of his uh, his uh, merino stuff into as like breasts Boots? yeah oh. he puts it in he, he combs his hair like a little straighter puts his lips Tuck take this one I take one it says Franklin Stein and I put it in my- <laughs> oh <laughs> he's a lecturer now you no know, he's he didn't show up yeah oh, he's Franklin. one of the attendees he's oh, fucking yeah. he's four floors up dancing through oh. the stack exactly he got distracted because <laughs> he's a famous dancer somebody was like Franklin Stein Franklin yeah. Stein they're like some people were like oh I wish we we would have seen him okay and what's the one that billy grabs billy just grabs one that says uh uh, 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 uh billy grabs one that he thinks is a name tag but it just says potato salad and it because it was from the craft service <laughs> table it's the, it, it's the same table and it says please sign in <laughs> and he puts it on. I love that we set up this like insular, isolated library, and then in literally one sentence, you all decided, nah, people just kind of come and go. No, you have to buy tickets, and then you get on a secret bus that goes, everyone's <laughs> blindfolded. Bus. Yeah, it's everyone's true. blindfolded. Everyone's yeah. blindfolded with a canvas bag over there. Yeah. <laughs> a magical canvas bag that erases your memory of the time you're in the bus. Yeah, and then you are literally brought into, it drives into the library. I think what it is is that... <laughs> Clover, Fenton, Franklin, and now Borblo are all scholars. They have, over the last 40 years, somehow been recruited into the library. Yeah. Well, if you were all waiting with bated breath to find out what happened to the mall, uh, Spoutmore Mallbrats crew later on in their lives. Oh, yeah. They all Sorry. work at a university. <laughs> <laughs> and then, cool. But it's fun because when you because th- the new Cool Treat kids, all these hot new young actors, are their students. And those four show up every once in a while as like teachers and guidance counselors. That's kind of fun. This is yeah. a great spinoff. <laughs> yeah. Spellmore like Mallrats the next generation. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So you grab a bunch of name tags. There are people wandering towards you and your plan is... Uh... Blend in. Blend in. So, you know, Billy helps himself to a fistful of potato salad. Uh-huh. 
and he's like what what an amazing uh knowledgeable filled afternoon full of uh uh um uh, questions and uh, conclusions and theoretical enhancements you're and you're all just walking through like saying this to each other trying to yeah. cover yeah we're trying to get to the stairwell on the other side of the room yeah. okay someone uh someone roll a to fight at your charisma uh, billy's leading it yeah out. billy's leading it so it's billy <laughs> no don't be Five Fuck. plus uh, charisma yep. is seven. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, okay, so just barely. <laughs> yeah, you're getting some weird looks, mostly because Tuck is huge. Ving uh, is super also sexy. Huge, really He's tall. Looks from all the fellas. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Billy is like a tiny little kid that's just saying a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> so you're getting some looks, but most people are just kind of they're chattering about the lecture. They're like, "Wow, that was amazing, interesting." Blah blah blah. The outer dark demons. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And you walk towards um, what you're hoping, praying is the stairwell. And uh, as you are just about at the doorway. Like an old stooped woman with very dark skin and very long gray hair and a long braid steps in front of you and turns to you with a smile on her face and says, did you enjoy the lecture? And you can tell from her voice that this is the woman who was giving the lecture that you just overheard. Very much so. Kindly allow us to exit the library for a breath of fresh air. It was quite uh, an enlightening experience. I I would be absolutely pleased if you could uh, what was your what was the part that interested you the most oh the pictures the potato salad uh, the lovely lady with the purple hair all <laughs> 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 oh, right i forgot her hair is naturally lavender yeah. right yeah um oh, that, uh, i see i see it was quite a quite an interesting topic one i've spent much time investigating if you would please just join me perhaps we could go over a little bit more of the lecture i'd like i'd love some pointers yes sure yes quite quite a good idea (laughs) i mean i mean we would love to but i have to use the bathroom would i be able to do that and then meet up with you afterwards i'm I'm afraid not oh please join me and she she puts her hands like she clasps her hands behind her back and starts walking away. Uh, Should we go with her? I, well, we could take one old bitch, right? <laughs> I guess if we really have to, but she looks kind of like a grandma. Well, she is asking for it. You're yeah. saying very quietly to each other, not yelling. <laughs> we yeah. could beat up one old lady, right? Lady, lady, lady. <laughs> right, and, right, right, right. And she walks you basically. Uh, so there's like the doorway was in front of you with the stairwell. And then along that wall, there was like two other exits to this room. Yeah. And she takes you uh, left of the stairwell and walks you through another room into a smaller chamber with like desks and a lamp. Do you like try and break off at any point or do you just follow her? Uh, we just follow her. Why? In Tuck's head, it's like, oh, the further we get away from this crowd, the easier it'll be for us to like break away mm-hmm. so it's like he's just down to follow yeah also he's kind of just interested in what's going <laughs> Maybe on she just wants to talk we could fudge our way through that mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. all right so i follow you guys ving is very cautious yeah and she wor- she walks you into what's functionally like a work chamber like a study room breakout room <laughs> for after the lectures when people want to go over the stuff and uh she stands by the doorway and gestures that you walk in after you Okay, yeah, I'll discern realities as I'm walking into the room. Yeah. Because, like, my plan is to, like, if I get in there and something's fucked up, to, like, turn around and, like, rush out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Six. I'll eight. eight. I need eight. Okay. Yep. Thirteen. Six. All right. So, yeah, one question. Uh, what is about to happen? Basically, what's happening is she's walking you into this room because she knows something's up. Mm-hmm. she is she's not she wasn't born yesterday she knows that you're trying to infiltrate the library so she's getting you in this room to corner you okay God. and uh-huh. that is where you find yourselves now yeah with a uh 70 year old woman standing in the doorway between you and the rest of the library reaching herself up to her full height doing that kind of thing where like an old person who spends a little too much time hunched over is you can tell they're she's like stretching out her back and shoulders mm-hmm. and she's got her hands clasped in front of her and uh, 
she says, why have you infiltrated this library? So it feels surprisingly unthreatening. It feels unyielding, her question, but non-threatening. Why have you infiltrated my library? Uh, uh, for the potato salad. <laughs> Billy's still holding it. Yeah. <laughs> that he's been eating like an apple. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I, I somehow doubt that you have gone through all the trouble of sneaking into a place renowned for its security for the potato salad. Your library? What's your name? I am Farah Margani, Master Librarian. Whoa. I met someone with the last name Margani five months ago on the other side of the Sea of Graves. Amma Margani. What do you mean you spoke to Amma Margani? He died over a thousand years ago. He was the vessel for the Icon of Truth. And he was enslaved by the Torch of Macal. She takes one more step into the room, reaches behind her and closes the door, uh, takes a chair from the desk and puts it just in front of the door, sits down and says, you have 10 minutes. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. I've been your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian Abdul Aziz. So long. <laughs> playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye. Thank you to Aaron Reed for our incredible intro and outro music. And thank you to our supporters all around the world for supporting us on the internet, wherever that happens, at Speltlore in most places. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week to hear some more Whilst you commute or do your chores And for you I'd gladly